of our lives or of people's lives and how um, we all need to go through changes in order to kind of build ourselves up and like build our characters and who we are as people to glow up to glow up basically the topic came about because I found this quote on Pinterest uh, it says nobody talks about the struggle nobody talks about how to become a butterfly the caterpillar must outgrow its own skin this is the only way its cells can transform into something more there are no shortcuts to liberation. If we cut a butterfly out of its cocoon mid-struggle, it would quite literally never be able to fly. Nobody talks about the toughness of that transformation. We compare our lives to others in the same way that we see butterflies and call them beautiful for all the wrong reasons. We don't stop to marvel at the strength it took to become. I think that like in the last two years of a time span, there's been a lot of like changes within our own lives and I feel like it was a perfect like topic to talk about. On my end, the biggest change is when I went through a breakup right at the end of 2019. And I just remember literally like the day, <laughs> the day we broke up, I was just like, I can't believe everyone's gonna know. <laughs> like, like, yeah, and that's what you think about. Yeah. Especially for in your case, like I feel like everyone knew you as like that couple that's been together for so long. Mel has brought up changes she's seen in me and I obviously feel them. You just, I don't know, you just feel like a different person when you're in a relationship. Like, I had these, like, life goals that I was, like, sticking to. Like, yeah. okay, we're going to get married in two years, and then we're going to get a house, and we're going to travel the world, and then we're going to have kids at X, Y, and T. Clearly, our timeline does not match up, but that was the timeline I was ready to take. Yeah. And now it's, like... It wasn't meant for you. No, That's, yeah. Yeah. And it was just tossed. Like, now I'm like, it's, okay, what's... Now I'm going through the... What's, what is the timeline like what what's mine like next time yeah what, yeah so how do you feel like you've grown or changed in those aspects like what is like your metamorphosis because i feel like this time it still might be like a little too fresh to like really like fully grasp the understanding of like what really happened to you and yeah. like and what is currently happening to you right now that's like gonna literally project you into the next like stage of your life so like I guess like for now like what would you say like are those like small changes that you see or feel in yourself that like you're it's kind of like you're unraveling like you're raveling yourself up in your cocoon right now not that i didn't know who i was in that really you know like i did i think you just like hindsight's 2020 and like looking back you always want to kind of maybe change things so you see them the way you want to see mm -hmm. them i'm allowed to be more independent and when i'm in a relationship it's just very like I will do anything for you and I will drop everything for you. So now I get to be selfish. I'm like literally just wrapping myself up in like a weighted blanket. Thinking about myself. So like being selfish. It's like a learning lesson for you yeah. or like a process that you need to, that you're like learning to learn, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. It's a long time to be with someone and like dedicating your time and energy into that person. And so like, now figuring out that you have like all this free time for yourself it's kind of like where what do i do <laughs> my mindset has changed i just felt like the world 
as people say was my oyster like i just i just felt like there were so many possibilities for me it scared me for a while like not processing my emotions correctly like, yeah because looking back i'm still like okay but am i over it like did i did i do this the right way not that there's ever a right way to do anything especially when it comes to emotions yeah there's like two ways to look at that i feel like there's like the am i over him mm. and like that would probably like a, a straight up yes question but then it's uh, like am i over I it and did i heal that's like i feel like that well is there no necessarily like a timeline or like the right way to do it so like i think once you can maybe like speak about it in a way that like truly feels like in the past and like yeah. you're no longer that current that's that like person who was in that state like if that feels like a long time ago i feel like that's when you maybe healed a little bit yeah i agree yeah the stages are kind of crazy yeah and maybe that's part of like the quotes like when am i a butterfly are you ever a butterfly do you ever freaking make it to that yeah what i was also thinking is like when that butterfly becomes a butterfly it's still kind of in a metamorphosis in the sense that like now it has to oh there's a butterfly outside <gasps> what about my car anyway uh, <laughs> how like the butterfly then has to learn how to fly and like learns about wind and learns about like where to they eat not nectar, die right? so like what like what kinds of food they eat now and like yeah that's i don't know true. like it's like those, there's like a yeah like a new learning process for them you know? the but learning like almost never stops and i feel like that's like a given i think that there's like a lot of different areas that i feel like i've mm -hmm you know, grew out of. Growing up, I always like seeked um, like approval and like always wanted people to like me. And like, I think that that's still an issue for me, but I think that I've kind of grown a little bit out of that kind of um, need. In that, like when I wouldn't get someone's approval or like someone didn't agree with me, I would get like angry and I would be kind of like an aggressive person who like didn't understand why these people weren't getting me like I just couldn't allow myself to be different and I think that that was like a mm -hmm. huge learning lesson for me um and it still is I think when people say like be yourself like don't try to look like anyone else like sure but I think that like when you surround me with yourself with like a lot of different types of people you do take some parts of those people and not necessarily like make yourself that like a mold of all these different people but you do like you do recognize certain things that you like about people and you try to take on those like aspects of them and like help yourself kind of grow at least yeah. that that's how i've like taken my friendships and stuff um, i definitely feel like you did that in college because i remember we would have like long talks in the car and we would just be like this is like what college is about like even though maybe we're not on the same page about it we both like yeah. opened up each other's eyes to at least consider the other side or maybe yeah. we did like agree a totally or whatever yeah i think that like definitely surrounding yourself with like people who i mean it's awesome to have people who think like you but also having people who have might just have like a slightly different perception yeah. of a certain thing i mean obviously nothing's like too drastic where like yeah. you completely disagree on things i think like-minded like when they say like have like-minded people around you it doesn't necessarily have to mean like like-minded as in they have all the same opinions yeah but more like like-minded as in we're both open to each other's opinions yeah and then obviously like you said nothing definitely drastic <laughs> so i feel like that's like one aspect of me that's really like changed or is still changing is that like i don't seek approval 
or try not to seek approval in people's like words or like actions or like even like someone being my friend that was like an approval for me um yeah that like they liked me or that like I was good enough of some sort and now I'm like you don't fuck with me it's fine but like I still care about like the people that I'm currently like trying or like have friendships with like yeah obviously they're those are like connections that I feel like are valuable and so I won't like, I won't just, like, let that be, like, fuck you. But, like, I'll, like, oh. say, like, hey, like, what's up? Like, why is this happening? Or, like, whatever. Like, communication. I, yeah. yeah, that's another thing. Like, communication has been such a, like, a learning process for me. I think that the way that my family worked growing up was just, like, either, like, hush-hush or, like, it was more, like, something would happen and then, like, they would get in eight, like, not physically, like, fighting, but, like, you can see oh, it, no. that they're physically, like, angry. Yeah. And then like it would get awkward and then you just wouldn't speak for a while and then like casually be like, hey, are you hungry? Like that's how it would go. Yeah. And that was like how I learned to deal with like miscommunication or like anger or in like differences. And I think that that was something like huge that I had to learn to get over and kind of like understand that that's not okay. Because people don't receive that well. Like they, they don't receive I mean, they that kind personally. of- yeah, if like you're just gonna like be angry and right. not say anything, then they're just like, oh well, then and like, it, forget it. It's just funny because like growing up, I was just like, why why do they talk to me like this? Like why do they act like this? And it's like, why would you think that you can act like that to somebody and they would be okay with it? You know what I right. mean? It's just like stuff that I had to like relearn. What, um, made, what do you think made you learn that? When it really started to shift for me was like at the age like of seventeen and a half. Um, that is so specific. I know. 17 and a half. I know. Maybe just 17. Let's just say 17. <laughs> um, but, like, that's when I met um, one of my best friends. And I think that, like, she's such a, like, a sensitive soul. And so, like, I think that, like, having, like, my aggression and, like, her, like, I felt like in our friendship, there was a lot of times that, like, we both hurt each other. And, like, yeah, sure, she's sensitive and kind of, like, more emotional in, like, her feelings. She was also, like, at that time very uh, like defensive and we were like both defensive at each other when we would get like in small arguments yeah. yeah and it was just like a lot to take in and I think like we both like grew together and out of it because it was just like too much like we would literally get ourselves so upset for no fucking reason and it I don't know but like that's when my transition into like growing growing up started yeah. um, and then from there like I just like learned like new things as like I learned new people yeah <laughs> I met a group of friends and I learned like more about like physical um, like affection like love and stuff because not that I didn't get it as a kid but I I guess like I was taught it but I was taught it by only family like I didn't I wasn't taught that you can like hug your friends and like like love on them like that you know what yeah. I mean and I think that that was also a really like important thing for me because I felt like I didn't have an outlet to show people how much I love them with words because I wasn't good with words and like all that together like just makes me like a more empathetic person now like not that I wasn't before but I think that like now I understand how to use like my empathy and how to really like talk to people in, in a way. You, you're always making sure you're coming across sensitively and obviously I didn't know you in like god was it 18. I think definitely you are like for what I know now you are a very sensitive and like empathetic person and like yeah I mean Everyone has their, their moments. moments. Yeah. But you acknowledge it. And like, that's the big part of also changing. It's like, if you don't acknowledge what your issues are or your flaws, mm -hmm. and you don't care to change, then you're never going to become a butterfly. Like, I hate to tell you. <laughs> I hate to tell you that. I hate to say it. <laughs>
you have like your own versions of this kind of stuff but yeah. like for me that was like my outer um communication and then there was like my internal stuff that I also like I mean all of it's internal but yeah like this is like that this is the way that I expressed to people and that like I learned how to shift into and then there's also like my inner self kind of like worthiness and stuff that I had to work on um that also had to shift that's the biggest thing now is balancing all these changes at once it's oh, like yeah. financial it's changes so independence changes body changes society's changing and then like you have to also remain your own person that's another thing i feel like mental health was something that i had to acknowledge in myself and in college i feel like that was like the thing for me like mm -hmm. i um like being mexican i think that like it's kind of pushed to the side like no you're just sad today like that's it yeah and like depression isn't seen as like a real thing all the time in mexican culture or latino culture and i literally had to sit with myself and be like no like you need help like this is a little bit further than just like being sad yeah. another way that like i think that i started to morph is like i started seeing i i never got like a real therapist because i couldn't i couldn't find the one because the healthcare system because um, the healthcare system sucks and you know they don't all take your insurance or they're too expensive or whatever but yeah. i saw a lot of single like visits until i got like i decided just to go to the counselor at school and she was awesome but a lot about myself and about how i like literally how my brain works, brain works and like how i deal with things and how i'm so negatively just like that's like my first like initial instinct is just to be negative about things and like, I literally had to program myself, and I'm still doing it, to, like, program myself not to have that instinctual um, yeah. pattern. But, like, that's powerful, like, to just know that you can sit there and be like, this is how I want to react. In your head, like, split seconds this is going off. Like, yeah. in your head, you're like, I want to react angry and annoyed or whatever, but I acknowledge that that's not there or whatever, you know. Or I just don't need to. And then you're like, I'm impulsive. Yeah. So you're like, it's cool. I have a Leo in me, but I just get so impatient and then I get irritable and I'm just irritated. And I, I just keep it inside though. Like not in a bad way where I'm just like pent up and I'm angry at everyone and everyone's like, what's wrong with you? But I just like the same thing in my brain. I'm just going like, why are you? Like I go through like these questions in my head, like, why are you irritated? Are you actually irritated at the person in front of you? Like, are you irritated because you're hungry? <laughs> like, me. I, that's literally me. You are you irritated because you're cracked out? Like, on caffeine. Yeah. On okay. Like, this is the whole point of the podcast. Like, glow up or get out. If you can't recognize that you have flaws and that you're trying to grow for them, from them yeah. or into something else, like, I don't know. I don't understand. I really can't understand how people would like to just stay in the one state that they've, like, all they've ever known. Yeah. Also, the world's oh, constantly yeah. changing. Like, what could have been right for them is definitely true. no longer right for this current situation. Um, Very true. Because, like, new things are being learned about our the way that we work as human beings and, like, as a society and stuff. So, not everything's going to be solid. 100% this is the way how to do it. It's going to, like, I feel like our kids are going to think we're fucking ridiculous and that we're <laughs> um, so old school. We have literally just hit the surface of, like, how to deal with mental health and how to like deal with or cope if you feel like you want to like push yourself into this journey of like self-awareness you know read books um 
honestly just sit there and meditate or like talk to yourself out loud if you want but like talk to yourself and like tell your like go through a scenario maybe of like when you felt you were like irrational or like you know yeah. there was just something there that didn't align with what you truly believe that you have might have done and like go through what why you said certain things or why certain things happened yeah a thing that logan has taught me my girlfriend um is that like when you do bad things in those moments don't like you aren't defined by those specific things like those aren't you like those are just moments that happened to you if that makes sense if you don't take those like certain moments as like a part of you like they define you you are allowed to move forward from them like at that point if if you it's a lot harder if you've embedded them into who you are yeah um so if you kind of look at the situation and be like you know what and like by like moving forward i don't say like yeah that happened bye like go through it and like oh make the apologies you need to like whether it to be to yourself or, or other people and find the peace that you need to in that situation and also like freaking therapy therapy like incredible We're mechanism <laughs> just a healthy out outlet to like have someone hear you out and almost like vents yeah and like therapy looks differently for, di for different people for some people like they just really want to vent and yeah. this is why I say like you need to really like try out different therapists because you might also not like the way that they work also like look into like spirituality that's also something that's helped me you know you don't have to be religious something to have like purpose in this life for yeah. is something that truly helps whether it be like a person that's physically on this planet or like even just like an imaginative thing that you can think of or if you truly believe in god that's another thing like it's just something to hold on to is so important it keeps you um i would say almost like grounded and it's not easy yeah we're showing you that on the surface maybe it looks like we have it together because it's professional and it looks nice but at the end of the day like we're fucking human beings who are struggling are struggling to learn about ourselves and about the world in all sorts of different ways all right so welcome to our first glowing hour segment um we're basically going to do these cute little special short moments regarding a bunch of different topics kind of speed round things like q a's pop culture today we're talking about our most embarrassing moments since it's all about metamorphosis um, in today's episode, so we thought like it'd be funny that we grew out of these situations. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so part of going are grab a drink, enjoy. It's four o'clock. <laughs> so in, I want to say it was sixth or seventh grade, I had a crush on this guy. I mean, everyone had a crush on him. Like, looking back, I'm like, why? But everyone liked him, probably, because he was, like, a player, hard to get. Anyway, so there was a dance, and he called me on my way home. He, like, asked me to the dance or something. And I could hear all my friends, like, not my friends, but, like, I heard this girl in the back, and then I heard, like, people laughing, and I was, like, like, I'd already said yes. Like, <laughs> your girl's in. Like, she said yes, and they start laughing, and I was just, like, <laughs> like trying to keep it cool because my sister's there and i was just like uh what's what? going on 
on. And then he admitted, he's like, I'm just fucking kidding. Like, <laughs> I just want to get at uh, your best friend. Uh, yeah, I just want to, like, take your best friend to dance. Which I was like, what was the point of asking me? <laughs> like, what? To get closer to be like, oh, he's staying. She was with him, though. Like, she was in on it. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It was fucked up. But she, she knew you liked him. I don't know. That's fucked up. But yeah, I cried and it was sad. And um, that probably. Do you think that she? I mean, he did that because like she was jealous or something. Like, were you like his friend or like that was like the I mean, first time you talked to him? No, like everyone was like friends. You know, it was like middle school. Everyone was like everyone had pee together. Like oh, okay. everyone talked. Maybe but... she felt threatened, and then like they decided to fuck with you. I didn't even get out of the weird stage yet. I'm pretty sure that's why it was so funny to everyone. Aww. Like, I was still chubby. Poor Sam. Speaking of dances, I, in oh. high school, tried to ask this guy that I liked for a really long time out to, like, Sadie's. <laughs> and I had my, I literally, I'm, so Sam and I are really crafty, so, like, this, like, stand from a really early age. And, like, I made this huge poster like, like every person held out a letter, like that spelled out Sadie's, and like I was so excited, and like honestly, making the posters me... was the best part. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. But like I had this whole plan that after school we were gonna get up on like one of the second level, um, like oh, buildings, and be on the staircase, and I was gonna be up there with the question mark, and that he was gonna walk by, and I was gonna text him like, hey, come, come, like over by blah blah blah, and I think I did it because like we were supposed to hang out that day, and so I had it all planned. And it ended up fucking being he didn't fucking show up and he did not answer my text messages till the very next day and I had seen him at school the next day too. But he knew you were gonna ask, But anyways, right? He, yes. Well I I don't even know if he knew. But probably because Sadie's was coming out and I think I hinted at it. You? Yeah, it was just weird though. And what did you do? Did you just like I walk was away with all the posters? <laughs> Were you guys just like, let me have those back? Dude, we stood there for like a good, I think like maybe like 15 minutes. And then like people would walk by and realize that that was happening. Some people stayed to watch and I'm like, please don't. And like, <laughs> it, I never got the text messages that they were coming or that they were going to show up. So I was like, all right, everybody, wrap it up. We got to no. go. I'm sad though. Fuck that. That reminded me of that. You know who you are. That reminded me of an actually embarrassing moment. So, I don't know if he knows about me, but I, I don't fuck with bikes. <laughs> my friends love riding bikes, and Emily, my cousin, love riding bikes. So I was like, I'm gonna get on this. We, we gotta do it, I guess. Like, we gotta pull it together. And one time, me and Katie, one of my best friends, we decided to, like, go to the park. And, like, we had my parents' beach cruisers. And... We, like, we went through the hardest part, like, by my house is this giant downhill. I'm pretty sure I rode that like a champ. And, of course, we're turning on Los Altos, um, which is, like, one of, like, just the most flat streets ever. And <laughs> I'm playing music really, really loud, and I'm in front of her, and we're on the sidewalk, which is wrong, but whatever. We were, like, <laughs> I don't know, 13. Like, everyone rides on the sidewalk. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're on the sidewalk, and the music's really loud, and I hear her talking to me, so I, like, turn around, but as I turn, I turn my- <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I'm stupid. Because I'm like this, and I turn to look at her, and I have so much momentum. <laughs> like, so much momentum. I, like, turn into a wall, flip over my bike, like, a full 360, like, this, and this car driving next to me. 
jumps out the car. Are you okay? Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, please. He's crying. This makes it worse. Please, I'm fine. Honestly, I probably could cuss myself, but I was fine. I don't know. I was like, fine. Like, I was a little dizzy. I like my dad's tire on his beach cruiser was literally like that. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm scarred from riding bikes and like embarrassing myself again to put myself through that. Was that the last time you rode a bike? No, there's no way it was the last time I rode a bike. No way. You can't think of another time. Maybe it was. Like birds, too? No. You don't. You, I've never ridden a bird. I just, like, don't want to put myself out there again. It's very vulnerable. <laughs> it's always the worst when it's, like, in front of, like, guys or, like, people that you like. Yeah. Just have something that's called Avid. I don't even know if it's called that anymore. But it's, like, a like your homeroom. Like, it's a homeroom mm -hmm. class. But with like like college preparatory like stuff, so like you have to take a certain amount of notes every week or whatever. Whatever. I took this class purposely because like I really wanted to like be a part of the group because apparently they had like really fun stuff going on. But She's also, like, I wanted to be part of the parties. I didn't care about college. <laughs> but also, um, there was like a few like different teachers that were like having their own like their own classes. So like there was like probably two or three, and I specifically picked this one teacher because this guy was in my class and I really like liked him at the time middle school middle school mm -hmm. I like had a crush on him you know yeah he knew anyway but um, comment below <laughs> <laughs> um we were in, oh like God. we were all cool we like that table like I sat at his table we were all cool at that table we were all friends we all got real comfortable together and then like literally one day I trusted people too much to the point where someone pulled a chair out of from underneath me and I fell straight up like not even like butt down and like you fall back but like literally probably like just like full on back back to <laughs> spine to the floor yeah it was so embarrassing Ow. and like the worst part is that like he laughed and everybody laughed and you were just sitting and I floor. I can't but I couldn't laugh at, I mean I did probably laugh at myself out of like nervousness but I was real fucking sad I probably went to go cry or something, but... You went to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, I just took that shit real personal. <laughs> so basically, Mel was there. I was pretty comfortable, like, public speaking. So it was, like, our communications class in college. It was our first presentation, and we had to do it on, like, I don't even know, a company. And it had to be five minutes long or something like that. And I was, like, way too confident going into it. This is... <laughs> choked 100% like we even had we even had like, our paper in front of us like going through it all and my shit was just like you know when you're sitting there and you're reading it but inside your head you're like I'm almost done and like I've only spoken you're for like, like a minute and, like and a half and like she can vouch like everyone in the room was like Everyone was like, ooh, girl, keep it rolling. Like, there's more to say, isn't there? Red River, I feel like we had just, like, hyped up ourselves to be, like, just, like, great students. And yeah. then we're like, because we had a group project that we already knew about at the end. And I'm sure he's just sitting there thinking, like, fuck. These are she's the in my group. <laughs> and also, what's the funny thing is that I think I remember asking you, like, how are you, like, organizing your speech so that, like, I can get an idea and you sent me your notes and I was like cool cool and then like I fully like you went kind of like it. copied the same like format Layout. that you did it but I like practiced my shit because I was so nervous 
I get nervous too, but I think I just got too cocky in that moment. You're like, I got this. I got, I got. I feel like we like keep going off of like the same kind of like topic, but like for real, mine was also a presentation. Not, not in college. Thankfully, I haven't had any horrific experiences with public speaking in college. But in my middle school, looks like middle school, like the graduation ceremony. Is that what it's called? We called it promotion, but promotion, promotion. That's what it was called. Like it was over to everybody they like could prepare a speech and then you had to like kind of give a spiel of it to like mm. like in the morning announcements and then people voted for yours and i think mine got voted and then so did someone else's but like so i was like oh my god i got this like i am fucking gonna <laughs> i'm gonna do it and i remember my like even my teacher helped me like to organize my speech and like had me do it on flashcards, and i was just like so like ready and prepared and I remember like practicing it and I was so nervous and like I was so proud of myself that like I invited my entire family, like extended family too. Uh, like my, my godparents and shit and like their, like my god siblings. And I just like got up there, it was a windy day and my cards just flew. They literally like flew off the podium. On and the I was floor? like, on the floor. And I was like, okay, so I picked them up. And then I realized I was like, I was in the middle of the speech and then I was like, okay, and then I looked at the card and it was not the next card. And like, I was like trying to shuffle, but I couldn't find it. And I was like, shit, I think I said shit or fuck. I literally could not remember which word I said, but I said it so loud guys, like in directly into the mic. Like basically I could have just pulled it up whoa, in whoa, my whoa, mouth. Melissa. Shit. shit, fuck. <laughs> but literally that was so embarrassing. And I think that- Did people gasp? Like, could you see- could you Honestly, feel the Yes, I felt the energy, and at that point, I was like, I don't even want to fucking continue. I it's think I like you know the energy. Yeah, I like botched it towards the end, I think. But I remember my like my cousin came up to me, he's like, "You said shit," or like you said "fuck" yeah, yeah, yeah. on the mic, and I was like, "Yeah, I know." I think like most high schoolers, you all look curious, um, and you want to like dig into your parents' alcohol. Me and Katie this time, and Katie was staying for like the whole weekend. Like this is Friday night, and. We have like the stereo blasting for some reason and it's like midnight like my parents are right above the room we're in and it's like a like a living room kind of like a man cave uh -huh. and the room above is my parents room we're blasting music and well, somehow we don't think that's gonna be a dead giveaway <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think we were drunk like i don't know but where I'm like about to pull a bottle out of the cabinet to like pour a shot and it's tequila rose I don't know if you guys have heard of that if you've heard of that no no it's basically like it tastes like a milkshake they have like chocolate and strawberry and my parents would always take that with my Nina I know it's like and listen so I pulled that out of the cabinet I'm about to open it and I hear my mom go what are you doing and my face was just like Oh, fuck. Um, and Kate, I'm sure Katie's like da dancing to the music. <laughs> She's like, fuck it. By herself. <laughs> and she probably just stopped like, what? I can't believe that. And my dumbass says, I didn't know it was alcohol. <laughs> Sam, that's the only words that could come out of your mouth. I didn't know it was alcohol. I thought, I thought it was a milkshake. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, like, you and Nina, like, you guys are always just drinking it. I just bought it. I was like, I just wanted to try it. Bullshit. It tastes like strawberry milkshake, you guys said. So, I don't know. I wanted to try it. And she was not having it. 
but it was so embarrassing because then my mom's like you get your asses upstairs go back to your room and then we like had to go to bed and i just remember me and katie like sleeping like looking at each other like what did we just do <laughs> like we're fucked and then the next day she has to spend the night again and it's like my we're, we're all just eating dinner like so quiet like, <laughs> like there's probably some worse ones that like i can't think of I'm just like so there's some unspeakable ones that just don't need to be on the internet. That too, but I feel like I'm just like a klutz of a person oh. that like I have so many moments that just like I probably just like literally bury them deep down inside. Or but like I just it's just even, so often that I don't care. Yeah, like you just don't get embarrassed anymore because you're like whatever. Let's just keep keep it moving. I don't have time to be embarrassed about this. Oh, yeah, that's way too often. <laughs> yeah, literally. But yeah, so like. You know, as we say, life goes on. We uh, we glow up. We move past these awkward, embarrassing moments and phases. You will, <laughs> yeah, you will too. Um, <laughs> thanks for watching. This was episode, I guess, technically one. Yeah, I guess. First real episode. Yeah, first real episode. We hope you guys liked it. Give us glowing hour topics. We need lots of those. Or just regular topics. Yeah, whatever. any regular topics. topics. Whatever you want us to talk about, we're down. And also, do you like our setup? <laughs> this is really thank you this time, guys. Like, look at these shadows! Better next time, hopefully. <laughs> but thanks for listening. And we'll catch you guys next time.